0: Well, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Joe and Mike Show with Clay. Yay. <laughs> with stomach gurgles. With stomach gurgle. <laughs> 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 Trying to get this all started and like to tell everybody who showed up and all of a sudden just like out of nowhere you get that gurgle
1: thing. Oh, or I accidentally <laughs> leaned back in the chair a little bit and it goes, <laughs> Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that all should just be part of the show, man. That was fucking funny.
0: On the last on the last show we were talking, we we got down to uh the Three
1: thousand miles to
0: Graceland.
1: Oh. I'm not kidding. I have not seen that movie since 1998. Is uh, that when it came out? Yeah. Summer okay. of 1998, I believe. It could have been 99, but I think it was 98. I think you're right. 2001. Suck it. <laughs> no. That's what it says. February 23rd, 2000. I don't remember being married at that time Yeah, I, I was married in 2001. I, holy shit. Yeah. I 2001. That's blowing my, blowing my brain. Usually I agree with you. Yeah. Because you're pretty good with movie stuff, but... Uh, Damn.
0: Damn. No, huh. I was off. I how, was, how does it feel to be wrong there, mister? Okay. That's right. Feel shame. I'll own it. I'll own it. <laughs> Courtney so, Cox. Of the $18.7 million, Joe and I have spent $12 to go see that movie. <laughs> Where's our 12 fucking dollars back?
1: That movie had so much promise, and it just, with that cast alone, and, and the premise. I actually kind of like the movie. I think there was a cool style to it, but I, I don't. it was just something about it that it was missing something that kept it from being worthwhile to ever see again.
0: So I just never went back to it. I've seen it twice, but only because it was on TV Uh and I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot about this movie. And I like, this was a a couple of years back. Yeah. And well, it was longer than that, but I was like, I, I watched it and it just wasn't, it didn't give the feels, you know?
1: Yeah. It just, I hate it when you have a, when you have a cast like that and, the writing is just subpar yeah. and it, you know it's kind of like when we talk about you know other movies how there's always something missing and but it's always the if you think of the the start to finish of a film like the process all the things that have to go right for it to turn out to be even decent it's just this it's almost like an impossible task it's not impossible but it just seems like it because of all of these hurdles that. It's just, it's like an Olympic event. You know, you just have to keep jumping over this, over that, over that to get everything to fall into place. And one thing could fuck it up. You could have a producer who wants a fucking robotic spider to fight Superman or something. You know, (laughs) you get something fucking stupid and it just ruins the whole flow of everything. So when you finally do have a good movie that comes out, you're like, oh, well, look at all the things that had to fall into place and okay, this is what we got. All right. Music by George Clinton. All right. We're talking 3,000
2: miles to Graceland. Is that what it's called? Yeah. We don't have a lot to work with here. We got a couple... Guys. Brought it up. We got a couple guys <laughs> dressing up as Elvis and trying to rob a fucking
0: casino. Yeah. What right do you think you're really gonna it. get here in the end? It, it just sounds. I was like kind of. We were probably hoping it was more like um, Ocean's Eleven type of thing. Yeah, it was
1: gonna be fun. You know, like bit like the big like the big hit has problems, but the big hit is fun. It's the big you
0: know, hit. We're going way back for uh, that, that was 96. No, 98.
1: 98. That, that came out in I 98. Mean, look at the
0: look at the cast. David uh, David Arquette. John Lovitz. Kevin Pollock. Acting. Yeah. <laughs> Ice T was in that shit? I don't Ice T. Paul Anka. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Hayden Church. Oh, no, no they shit. They couldn't get Tom Jones. I like him. I know, Tom, Paul, 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 uh, Paul Anka looks more uh, pit bossy than Tom Jones with his afro. More like Paul Ankle. Nice reference. More like Paul. Thanks. That's a good one. <laughs> Where Nice joke,
1: <laughs> Daisy McCracken. More that's like, a fucking name. More like Paul Ankle. That can't be a real name. That cannot be a real name.
2: That's got to be a show show name. Why did I think that Christian Bale was in this one? I must have cross referenced with uh, very bad things. Probably I got, yeah. I got him confused. I have. No, I remember that movie and
0: I, I love that movie, but I hate it. And I didn't realize Christian Bale was in it. I just you know John Favreau and mm-hmm. and uh, the guys from Swingers and yada yada isn't yada because it's supposed to be like a Swingers. Christian Slater is in that, isn't he? Possible. Very and what
1: Cameron Diaz
2: and, and very bad things. Yeah, he absolutely is. He plays yeah. the real estate agent. He gets all pissed off and he's hitting his
0: fucking sign with a sledgehammer going, stay in
2: control.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's been in a ton of things. This Daisy McCracken. Huh. Not nothing huge other
1: than well, she was in Halloween resurrection. Except for the chesticles. Where's the chesticles? I don't know. I'm assuming with a name like that. It says that she played a dancer in the movie or something, so
0: well let's look like
1: one in. Let's like her Yeah. Cute. Got a creepy smile, but yeah. Redhead? She's got like a almost a, like a uh what's her name? The uh she played roller girl on Boogie Nights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Heather, Heather, Graham. Heather, Graham. Heather Graham, yeah, there we go. Roller girl Dude, Heather Graham was in license to drive with Corey Hame and Corey Feldman. I remember. She was the girl. She was the the main girl of the movie. And it's just weird because, you know. She, so the best part of license to drive for me
2: shit. is the drunk guy in the alley getting into the Cadillac and yeah. he's like, Oh Maserati. Yeah, and
1: he's fucking stabbing the <laughs> he's dash. He's stabbing the oh, dash and well, listening to the, Frank Sinatra. Well, he's cutting the lines and he shit. He has
2: no idea where he is. <laughs>
1: Oh shit. My favorite part of that movie is when he's doing his behind the wheel test and he gets in the car and James Avery, Uncle Phil, AKA the Shredder, okay, (laughs) is his fucking driving instructor, right? And he goes, I don't care about the clipboard. And he throws it out the fucking window and it makes this this whoosh sound, right? He goes, I just love my coffee. My morning coffee is everything to me. If you can drive this whole drive without spilling my coffee on me, you pass. If you don't, you (laughs) fail. So he's driving this fucking car. Like, it's impossible. There's no way he could do it, especially with a full. Christian Slater was in it, not Christian Bale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh, Christian, I think around that time, that was when, yep, that was when he did American Psycho. And one of my favorite porn stars, Kobe Ty. American Psycho. I, that, in my opinion, that movie's extremely overrated. Really? Yes. A Unpopular I opinion. Disagree. Yes. I know. I, I disagree. I, my problem, and I've given it chances, I watched it when it was new and I watched it again about a year ago. And my biggest problem, I think, with the movie is it's way too short to establish anything. It is hmm. so just quick run through this the story book line. was better. I don't, <laughs> fucker, <laughs> but it, it just there's not enough to establish anything. It's it's pretty much he just he's like, oh look at my fucking my um my card my business card to okay I'm killing people to oh it was all a fucking dream okay thanks thanks christian well what they did is they took the book and they converted it into a screenplay
2: and i mean i don't know that the book is going to read that much better have you read it and
1: i never read the book so okay. I'm, I'm not basing it off of that right. so the, there are times where I, I i've read a book and i've read i've seen the movie and I, I could see the differences but there's plenty of times where i've read a book and the movie did a good job of cutting through some of the shit and and doing telling the best story it could so i read the book and the book
2: is pulpy I'm going to call it pulpy. Okay. And they don't give you that much more. They give you a little bit more on how he... uh, So, what's the twist here? They give you a little bit more on how it might just be all in his head. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's the son of the guy that owns the company. Yeah. And he might be just making it all up. Because yeah, he's just he, fantasizing, right? Because he feels completely inferior to everyone else he's working around because daddy owns the business.
1: You know what it also reminded me of? Because I just watched this recently for the first time. was Vampire's Kiss with Nicolas Cage, mm. where he thinks that he got bit by, by a vampire and he's turning into one. Never seen it. Dude, that is that was the original version of American Psycho to me, hmm. because he does the same fucking thing. He starts killing people. Okay, and so it's it it just that's my problem with the movie. And I it's nothing against Christian Bale in his performance. He did a really good job. It's just an actor can only hold a movie together so far, hmm. you know. So I read somewhere that someone said this this movie
2: is going to wreck your career. Don't do it. Obviously, it didn't wreck his career. Yeah, that's I mean,
0: the, it it was a I mean. You could probably argue that Vampire's Kiss kind of influenced this uh, uh, American Psycho. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean, you're talking about a guy that wrote less than zero. He wrote the book Less Than Zero and then became a movie Yeah. You know? So Brett Easton Ellis I, He is a huge Movie buff too so mm-hmm. he'll sit And watch just tons and tons and tons of movies But oh. I'm not going to be able To help uh, mentioning American
2: Psycho 2 which I Refuse to watch. Is
1: Mila Kunis in that? I want to say it's Megan Fox no, she, no she's not even good enough for a sequel To American Psycho. Mike? Um, I think it was Mila Kunis in there before Like it was. Yes it, Mila Kunis yeah, Oh is it? Okay. Yeah because it was in between her her 70s show and, and bigger fame afterwards. And she's finally turned 32. <laughs> yeah, we, we covered that last <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, we did. Yeah, she's a uh... She must have been like
2: 14 or something when she did that. She was film. really,
1: yeah, she was 14 or something like that. Cause huh. she had just moved over from Russia or whatever, uh, with her family. And so that's why like there yeah. was, um, plenty of scenes with her where she, um, like there was certain things she just couldn't do with Ash- Ashley, Coochie's character. That's my nickname. So <laughs> William Shatner's in it. Of course. <laughs> Aye.
2: Man, he just turned 90. Go back to the, uh, The the front of the VHS, real quick. Can you can you uh, fault me for getting her confused with Megan Fox on that one?
1: No, no, because look at the picture. It looks almost like the same. Oh yeah, it looks like Jennifer's body right there in a way. You know, it's uh, yeah. It was directed by Morgan Freeman. Really? Off? Yeah, but Morgan J. He he had to throw that J in there. Otherwise, we would have got sued. they are not putting my name on that. Except for Awkward <laughs> Thumbs, instead, like uh, Megan, she's got a, uh, what is that, a sickle? <laughs> yeah,
0: or is that Captain Hook's How ironic, hand? she's Russian and she has a sickle on her <laughs> cover.
1: Yeah, way to hammer that home there, Mario. right? <laughs> <laughs> Delayed. It's <laughs> cool about editing, right, Trunk Kitty? No. Right, so... Whatever,
0: <laughs> hold on, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> Boom, bear with me. boo all right. So, every time I tell Joe, he's punning, every time Joe puns something, I keep telling him, if you're gonna pun, do it in the fucking. In a, I, I, in a voice. I make it
1: look. I like a lot of independent films or something, and, and you know, some things end up going straight to video that just because they couldn't get the financing, and I'm fine with it, but I have a. I make it like almost a personal rule to never watch straight-to-video sequels of big movies that were in theaters. I it, just won't do it. So I've never seen American Psycho 2. I don't care that Mia, Mia Kunis is in it. It, it. it just has no interest in me to me whatsoever. So the uh,
2: first American Psycho, mm-hmm. A movie, but seemed B no matter what for some reason?
1: Had a B feel? I think cause it, was, it was on a low budget. It was a, was it? Know, a, a yeah, relatively low budget compared to, you know, cause Christian Bale wasn't a big actor yet. You know, he had already like 10 years prior, he was in, a, it was empire of the sun or the last right. emperor, one or the other. I always mix those two up and yeah, he didn't start getting noticed until I remember he did shaft with Samuel L. Jackson back in 2000. He was the killer. He was the one, he was the racist guy who kills, um, Keen Woodbine's character at the beginning of the movie. And, uh, and then right at some, like a couple years after that, he did the machinist. Hmm. Where he lost so much weight for that role. And it was... I mean, it was great performance, man. But I've heard that, that when you do something like that to your body, that extreme, it you could be like doing permanent damage in the long run. Huh. Losing that much weight and then later on gaining... Like, something fascinating about Christian Bale, my respect level for him as an actor has, has just skyrocketed because of the, his commitment to roles. When he played Dick Cheney in the movie Vice... Right. I saw it. I had he, to watch it. He gained weight by eating extra donuts every day. Like, he was still working out and everything else, but he was just started eating a shit ton of donuts. And that's how he had the pot belly. But if you look at him, he's got fucking big forearms and shit. Right. You know? But his commitment... But yeah, his commitment to a role is... He, I look forward to seeing his performances in movies. So besides him, because he, he is good, I was
2: drawn in because I had to see Sam Rockwell as J.W.B. Jr. Sam Did Rock- I get, or G.W.
1: I have been a fan of Sam Rockwell since... Oh, my God. Uh, since The Green Mile. Yeah. Where he played that that piece of shit killer in that movie, and I right there you could already see his charisma. Mm-hmm. Like there's actors I've noticed when they were when they were still young in their in their infancy of acting. Even though even though Green Mile came out in 1998. I remember Sam Rockwell being in the Ninja Turtles movie from nineteen ninety. Right. He was the head of the gang that was with the Foot Clan. He was like the one that hung out at the warehouse the whole time, right? So the game
2: changer for me with him was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind.
1: Yes. That, yeah, that was... Uh, was that a Coen Brothers movie or... No, but based on real yeah. events? Yeah. I saw that when it was new. I Chuck Barris. It yeah. Mike, you're a fan of it or... <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted. I um, just realized a fucking Easter egg in the Ninja Turtles movie that I'd never noticed until just now. That's great, yeah. I'm proud of you. At the end of the movie, when they everyone's getting arrested and the police chief or whatever walks up to the group of kids that were working with the Foot Clan at the warehouse. And he goes, I want to know what the hell happened here tonight. <laughs> right. And Sam Rockwell says, check out the warehouse over at Ladman Island.
0: <laughs> You'll get good. your answers there. Yeah. Right.
1: Laird. Lairdman. Like, you know, like um, Eastman and Laird, they're the guys who created Ninja Turtles. So they fucking had a name for one of the creators of the thing. And the goddamn, I just, I, I don't know how I just noticed that just now. I, He's doing that that fucking That slow blink shit at me, but it's just one of those light bulb things like, oh, duh. All right. All right. I got to throw
2: this one out there. Did, Did you
1: clue into Matt Damon being in one of the
2: Deadpools? You didn't. And it, it was told to me. I know Matt Damon was in Ragnarok. Matt Damon's in one of the Deadpool's, and he's the guy at the end of the truck, and they're talking about. He's basically talking about using wet wipes with toilet paper. Yes, they're on. Okay. They're sitting on the back of a, right, a truck. Right. Yes,
1: that was when Cable shows up. When he, when he, yeah, he um he goes back in time. That's Matt Damon. Yeah, he had the the, the pot belly. Yes. <laughs> so going back to Confessions
0: of a Dangerous Mind, yes. which is Chuck Barris Gong Show.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he was like a secret government
0: agent, right? Supposedly, it's yeah. it's based on the book. Sam Rockwell was fucking phenomenal in that movie, if you've ever seen it. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that keeps getting me is his ability to just channel, you know? No, very few people could just, I mean, you could take on a persona or whatever. Yeah. You can do the voices. He channeled Chuck Paris mm-hmm. coming out and doing the show. And, you know, they, they reset, they, they redid the gong show set and he came out doing the dance and everything else wearing the hat and yeah. doing the voice and everything. It was great. Um, as far as how real it is, I mean, that's reality is only as real as you want to make it, right? Yeah. Did it happen? I don't know because I didn't live Chuck Barris's life. Is it possible? Well, fuck yeah it's possible. Yeah, you know the shit our government keeps from us? Yeah. I mean, they carpet they they not carpet bomb, but they sprayed LSD on ghettos, yeah. you know? So, hey, anything's possible.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well,
0: just moving on from that one. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, as far as a movie, I mean, it wasn't real popular. Uh, I Wasn't George Clooney involved with that? Yeah,
1: it might have been um, Clooney. I think uh, he directed it.
0: I think it fell under Flower Films, which is
1: Barrymore's uh, signature. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, 2002. George yep. Clooney. Is it flower Films? Screenplay by Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman did like an de- adaptation uh, with Nicolas Cage where he played twins. Oh, adaption. <laughs> I say that on purpose
0: because I was listening to Donna and Mike and somebody called in about the movie because yeah. they were like they were giving away really free tickets. Yeah. And then someone went, yeah, so I went and saw the movie Adaption and they started laughing like, what, what why, why is that so funny? It's adaptation. Yeah. If
1: you made me feel like I said it wrong when yeah. you said it, I'm like, oh, was it wrong? Or, oh, yeah, no, I was right. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be Johnny Depp in the movie. Yeah, they're asking for for Depp on that? I'm fucking burned out on this guy. Anyone? Johnny, the problem with Johnny Depp is he got disney That's the biggest problem is they, um, they, they when Disney gets their hooks into somebody, they exploit them for as long as they can. I don't and know. So are you tired of Robert Downey Jr.? No. Only, uh, no, I'm not. But I, I'm only tired if they keep putting him in the same role where he keeps playing himself. That 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 would be the problem with it. But I'm, I haven't seen Doolittle. That's what I asked. And it's a piece Are of. Are you shit, tired but of Robert Downey Jr.? He should play no. himself. He you're, earned
0: you're, it. You're tired of Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp is now. An overrated actor, you know, a- apart from what's going on with him and Amber Heard. Let's just focus on acting. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and 21 Jump Street and then kind of disappeared, went off the map for a little bit. And then he came back and did Pirates of the Caribbean. It was like fucking great. And Have you never two, seen Chocolat? No. No,
1: great movie,
2: dude. No, Please. he did he did a lot of good stuff. I great like
1: movie to you, not to me. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas.
2: Yeah, great. movie. Oh yeah,
1: he knows how to play Hunter Thompson. He yeah. played Hunter Thompson twice, and so did Bill Bill Murray. Also in the, no. rum, the Buffalo rum Rome. Yeah. So uh, no, Johnny Depp. Uh, we saw him in Black Mass. He was excellent. Yeah, in Black he's Mass. a
0: great actor, but
1: uh, but he got Disneyfied. Then that was the pro one, and and now it seems like he picks roles just to keep paying for his wine habit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but,
0: but again, that's all that's all conjecture. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, it is. But that's all we. I mean, that's part
1: of what we that's, do. Here. That's
0: fucking TMZ shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate TMZ. I think mean, he's I, not, he's only taking roles because he spends it, thirty thousand dollars a month on wine. Does I could, he really? If I we'll see the fucking. If see. I
1: could compare, if I could compare, like like something similar where an actor's in your face for too too much for a while, it'd be like say Seth Rogen, where there's all these gaps. Tell me about Seth there you Rogen. Go. So. Seth Rogen was smart. Like Seth <laughs> Rogen has continuously acted for the whole time he's been in Hollywood. But you notice that like he was in the spotlight for a few years and then he, he drops back a little bit, but he's still making stuff. Then he's, then he's back again for a while. Then he drops back again. Cause he seems to like, he shows up and he's <laughs> right. He right, shows up right, and right. he fucking, and then he wears out his wake welcome by being around for a little too long, you know? Cause he's, he's look, every movie that Seth Rogen is in, he plays Seth Rogen. He right. doesn't, he has no acting range. He's just, Seth Rogen, right? like Will Ferrell, he's he's going to be except in a he's movie writing his own shit. Fucking read about. Yeah, I mean, Will for the most part, Will Ferrell is pretty much Will Ferrell and everything. Yeah, you know? but Seth is actually writing stuff. You know, Seth is smart. He 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 used the gimmick of him being that the stoner guy right mm-hmm. he he exploited it for as long as he could and he got smart with him and his buddy evan goldberg um where they got more into producing and shit exactly producing because they've been a part of preacher the boys this new one that we're watching on um on amazon called the invincible which preacher. is based off her of- i forgot yeah and so he's smart he he knew he he's very very smart he you took know? on vertigo on that one yeah and did well it did. I the first 3 seasons of preacher are amazing to me and then the third the fourth the fourth and final season is meh. Yeah, it, I mean it, there's there's still a couple moments here and there where I'm like oh my god they fucking went there, right? Amazing. But then but a lot of it just some things felt a couple things felt rushed and a couple of plot lines felt like okay, they've been overdoing it for way too long. Let's move on, you know. And then when it ends you know, there's some good, but then there's also some whatever about it. It's just, I, I I, mean, I still recommend Preacher, but just that fourth season is a little bit of a letdown compared to what the genius that I saw with the first three seasons. Danny McBride. Not a fan. Really? Yeah. I think he is he's, overrated and his shtick is old. He's one note too. He's very one note. Like he, he's fun to see for a minute, you know, but then it's like, yeah. uh, you, you, I mean, you look, you get enough of him from Eastbound and down. You, I mean. It, Which he wrote.
0: Yeah. And and
1: Eastbound and Down is a great series, but he was yeah. also in um, Vice, the, Vice Principles. Principles and yeah, and watched, he just
2: wrote another one.
1: He's doing. He's producing more now too. So he wrote. Yeah. He was part of Alien Covenant. Well, he did Halloween. Yeah, and oh, that's that was, what it was that was great. Twenty eighteen, yeah, twenty eighteen Halloween. And he was in Alien Covenant, and he was good in that because he's not it. that over the top fucking right. whatever yeah. he's playing. He did
0: some
2: acting in that one.
1: Yeah, but so he shows that he's got some. He's got some better range some than jobs. other comedians do. But in Vice
0: Principles... He was He's the He, same he guy. wasn't horrible. It's just that TV show. Like I watched it because of Walton Goggins. Yep. You know, more fans of Goggins. Oh yeah and Danny McBride's and I'm like oh Danny McBride and Walton Goggins you can't go wrong with that and like the first couple episodes they're okay and then after that it's just like I'm not interested yeah.
1: I'm like actually glad that show only went on for two seasons or whatever it was because it, it, it there was it was a cool idea that you just didn't know what else to do with Yeah. once it got past the main thing of them versus you know spy versus spy kind of thing with them right it's yeah. just vice versus vice yeah. but yeah see with vice principles I just I had a loyalty to it because I started it and I was like okay I want to see where this goes but then when it ended I wasn't sad it ended right But there's like. Some shows that are really, really interesting, like Barry. Have you, have you, uh, God seen Barry? Damn, Barry is so good. Um, oh wait, where Barry. he's a hitman, he wants to become an actor. Bill Hader.
2: I wanted to watch it.
1: <laughs> the great thing about Barry is that it's only eight episodes a season, and each episode is only like a half an hour. So you can get through both seasons pretty quickly. And the third and fourth seasons have already been approved, but they have they're on delay because of COVID bullshit. So um, it'll happen. But man, there is some genius writing. I have a hard time with the shows in Barry that go on and on and on. Well yeah, some things get stretched on for way too long and you just I lose interest. You yeah. Know, I'm like, let's get this done in an hour and a
2: half. You know? I um I I
1: finished I I was like 5 seasons behind on The Big Bang Theory and they were all available on HBO Max and so I watched all the final 5 seasons and you could tell with that show. Like it it went from every episode had something hilarious in it to every Ten episodes now has something hilarious in it where it's right. just like it's just like uh, they got used to everyone having a familiarity with these characters that that's all was that was important anymore. Right, bring in the ghost writers. Yeah, let them do episodes uh, three, five, yeah. seven, and nine, and then uh,
0: yeah. So yeah. it was
1: just like you know it went for twelve seasons, and that show should have probably yeah. only went on for maybe eight. Yeah, you know I watched Vinyl. You watched Vinyl, didn't Vinyl's you? Vinyl's really good. Yeah. I I watched
0: the episodes with uh, Andrew Dice Clay in it. How like was I- that? Clay was really good.
2: Well, uh you know, the guy's a coke so I was like, okay, I'll I'll watch. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh and I like that guy. I liked him in the movie he did with uh Al Pacino. And Al Pacino is loosely playing like Neil Diamond or somebody like that. He's okay, like, yeah. On you know, vinyl on vinyl. You know. I'm talking about that guy and, okay. and so uh he is Al Pacino's son. His daughter has problems and Al Pacino comes in. He's like, I want to get reinvolved with your life. We're going to put your daughter in a special school. What's that movie called, Mike? Can we look it up? Al Pacino and... Uh, Did he play
1: Phil Spector? No,
2: but there is a Phil Spector movie with Al Pacino. Yeah, I that's what
1: thought about watching that. <laughs> the Phil, Phil Spector. He just died in prison a few uh, recently. I'm not laughing about that, but just the fact that... Danny Collins. Danny Collins. Okay. I like Danny Collins. The guy shows up and other cops show up and like, oh, uh, I was just showing this girl uh, my gun and it accidentally went off and shot her in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, sure.
2: Only Elvis can get away with that. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. There's only certain people that can, right? So Danny Collins was good. Well, I don't... I've, I've never seen it.
0: When did that come out? Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Who fucking cares? <laughs>
1: 2015. Grumpy bitch. Do you care about the movie? Well, I'm asking about it. It's entertaining. Neil Diamond. My mom loved Neil Diamond. God damn. Every once in a while, she had to watch The Jazz Singer with him in it. And uh, good luck making that movie nowadays. Well, you, do you remember what, The Jazz Singer with Neil, Neil Diamond? It was a remake, of course, from. I've never watched it. The beginning. It's fantastic. He, he's part of a. Uh, of a of Well, they soul did band. remake it. Well, the Jazz Singer is a remake so, um, of original, uh, but um, he's part of a jazz band or something, and he has to wear blackface at the beginning of the film. Yeah. And yeah, that doesn't. There he
0: is. Bobby in it. Bobby <laughs> Cannavale.
2: All right. So uh-huh. here's what happens with me sometimes. Like, A Star Was Born was done by uh, Bradley Cooper, who made a fucking shit pile of money on that movie.
1: Yeah, that, that movie's been done like five times, but it, I, it, I've never seen any of the other movies. Is versions. it
2: that? So I was like, maybe I should watch the. I didn't know five. I thought. That maybe one time before that I with barbara that, Streisand. and i was I like maybe i should look at this <laughs> i
1: think with each film that and uh, don't quote me on this but i think with each film the premise is the same but the songs are of course all different each time and there's other t- variations that happen mm-hmm. with it i like the star is born with uh, lady gaga it the, my, my problem with it is though even though the movie's like two two and a half hours it covers way too much based on yeah <laughs> Yeah, see, it covers way too much storyline in right. that span. that is it, there's not enough time to connect to anybody. It's just it's just way too much. So it directed
2: goes, by, produced by, he's in there too. You know, he must have made millions. Told, oh, he made a ton of money. He had to make millions because that soundtrack. That soundtrack
1: yeah. made a shit ton of money. Well, look at this; it made four hundred million more than its budget. Yep. Yeah, he did okay. And that's before home video
0: and all that shit. So here's an interesting thing I read. So Keanu Reeves did The Matrix. And he got, he's like, I'm going to give up my salary so we can get other people involved. And, you know, I know you guys have, you guys need the money for effects and whatever else. Yeah. I'll take back end. I'll take a small salary, but I'll take back end. That movie pays him to this day, Hmm. $5 million a year just based off of back end. The first one. The first one. Just the first one. And so in that movie's what, twenty years old? Yeah.
1: 22 now,
0: this twenty two now. Twenty so he has made a hundred and ten million dollars off of that movie and it keeps paying him five million dollars a year. God just That's fucking crazy. That is the gift that keeps on giving, man. Yeah, One deal. That dude doesn't, you know, so when you see him sitting alone eating that ice cream and everybody's like, this is how you ought to be, Ken Reeves don't give a fuck. He's like, this tastes so good. I have, this is a 22 (laughs) million, this is a fucking 110 million dollar ice cream. You know what I like about that guy? He says, if you want a really good actor, don't pick me. Yes. (laughs) He is not a good actor. He doesn't give a fuck. He's if like you could that's put, the truth.
1: If you could put a level of of acting talent that matches his commitment to a role, he would be Lawrence Olivier. Yes. He's and he's fun to watch, but man, I can't I can't deal with him talking. Dude, I like I watched Knock Knock finally uh, oh. a few months ago, and his acting in certain scenes is so fucking bad.
0: Well, I watched when, the the Man of Tai Chi, and he was in it. Yeah, and like the end of the like during the whole movie, he's really actually pretty good in it, and he's acting really when he's calm. decently like
1: when he acts when he's
0: calm. But, he but seems at the act end of fine, the movie, yeah, yeah he's gotten a fight. He's like, oh,
1: come get me. Yeah, when he gets <laughs> when he yeah when he gets emotional. He the that's what? not his range yeah. is, at all, bro. Like the come, part, like in, 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 in knock, me. in knock, knock, When he finds out that these girls are fucking blackmailing him, and he starts just screaming at them, and getting emotional. It is so bad. I'm laughing. You as just I'm wince um, because I suck at noticing bad acting. Whoa. I don't know how. I don't notice bad acting I'm as much as other angry. people angry. <laughs> and so if. If I notice if I notice bad acting, then it's got to be really fucking bad. Oh, my God. All right. Because there's plenty of times where I haven't noticed it. And so like the other
2: Stoker. thing is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh. One of my favorites, and I read a review on that. I love that sound I, you, I, you, know, you don't I, want
1: my review, then.
2: I read everything I can, even if it's a million have, years later. And they're like, at the end of every line, you can see Keanu Reeves trying not to end his line with dude.
0: <laughs> Bro
1: was like I, Mad TV when they made the oh like Canary School of Teaching. They call it like the <laughs> worst, worst English accent ever. He goes, "All right, no class. First thing, repeat after me: Whoa, whoa, Dude. no, no, whoa." Or <laughs> the Steven Seagal shit. That yeah. was oh my Will Sasso. Oh, Will Sasso is Steven Seagal. Oh my god, best. That was the greatest thing ever. I, I just love that shit but um I have well, I only have two complaints about Bram Stoker's Dracula one is it's too fucking short it should be way longer without that huge cast okay because the movie's only like two hours and it covers way too much ground in that and then how long does it need to be it, that movie should be three hours because it's that fucking epic it's great it is not that epic I love that movie I think you're just no rose color glasses bro I love that movie and and've I've critiqued it every every couple years when I watch it and my problem is, is that it just they they it cuts through classic moments from the book and everything quickly because it has to because in that short time, yeah. right? I, but, I, like I have a hard time even watching Gary Oldman in that movie. Really?
0: Yeah, I did not like it. Oh my god! That, Winona Ryder, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Reed, the, the, look, we're gonna do a period piece, right? I get you're gonna you yeah, because there's a lot of blood. <laughs> you get how the fuck do you have a hard time with Gary Oldman in that fucking boo? Um, what? What? I will leave right now. What's no, what's catch, wrong? You didn't catch the pun. You missed the pun and I was I was booing his pun. Um he said there was a period it, piece and I said, "Oh, cuz of all the blood." And, and just <laughs> stab him in his fucking taint. So I have a hard time watching Gary Oldman in that movie cuz I know because I I love Gary Oldman. Right. Mm-hmm. Me and Joe are just... Gary Oldman is just fucking phenomenal. He's like the, the professional. The professional. God damn, he was so good in that. That, I think... Yeah, Dracula, out of
1: all of his performances, I think Dracula is the one that he didn't get nominated for an Oscar for that he should have. And, you know,
0: you have Winona Ryder, you have Keanu Reeves in, in this fucking... in this Victorian vampire movie, and I seriously fucking hate those two actors in in these types of situations they are not classical actors
1: and you know what i and i can see that because that was my other complaint about dracula if you took those two out i would have a completely different view of this like movie. anthony hopkins as van helsing fucking steals the show yeah right you know, Drago! I fucking love the guy, right? Yeah. It, but Winona Rider didn't bug me as much because she didn't get a lot of, 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 uh, she got plenty of screen time, but she didn't get a lot of dialogue for the Fuck most you. part. Fuck you. Yes, yeah, she did. It seemed like most of the time people had more things to say than she did. So I was fine with that. But with Keanu, my problem with Keanu was that, um, Signed. There was plenty of times where Keanu was fine in in the role of playing Jonathan Harker, but there were parts that were unforgivable with his acting. The part, this movie was unforgivable. Yeah, except was. for Great it was except book. except for the outfit that Aaliyah wears, which it, to this day Un- still gets me wood. Fucking did you shit I've never. I've only. That's read, why she died. I've only read. I've only. <laughs> well, that see the movie Queen of the Damned That's is for a, you. Th- oh, fa- fucking tits! Tits. We're we talking. About? It's his autograph. She didn't have any tits. Yeah, she got no so, tits. She clueless. They were R. Kelly approved. Ali was just fucking amazing. (laughs) Um, So, god damn it, threw me off. Uh, So my problem with with Uh, Keanu Reeves... Was that the, the the one scene that is unforgivable movie. is where he gets back to London and he sees a younger Gary Oldman in the in the crowd and he goes, my God, he's grown young. Yeah. And I just, I can't. It, that's just, it, there's just some unforgivable, oh. like the, some
0: of the casting, the, those two pieces of casting, get rid of them
1: and it, get, w- yeah, get two was, people that can. It, I wonder if that was the studio getting in the way and saying, we got to have these fresh new hot stars. Well, when did that come out? It came out in 90, 1992, 90. the end of 1992. 92 bill 92? and ted and was it 90 uh, fucking two? the end of 92 okay it came out right at the end of 92 so it was like you know it, it, a lot of people think it's 93 but what yeah. did winona Ryder do in well she did heathers um she there did, you go so i don't know she have to did heather up. she did i think she was in
0: singles beetlejuice yeah. beetlejuice, beetlejuice beetlejuice singles uh, heathers oh, right there yeah,
1: um uh, 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 edward scissorhands so she's coming no, off that was of those after. movies that was 1990 What's it, really Scissorhands was 1990. Oh, it was, yeah, it that's came, Burton. It came out like the end of the year, I think. Yeah. So yeah. she's
0: coming off of those movies, uh-huh. and, and Keanu Reeves is coming off of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, yeah. and what's going to be Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and whatever else he's done in between.
1: He did Point Break, and yeah.
0: And, okay. Uh, and so, yeah, they're the new hotness, yep. you know? And, well, and,
1: but here's the
2: thing. So when Nona brought the script to, or the idea to Coppola, because she felt bad about dropping out of godfather 3 which then sophia coppola yeah. starred in
1: they say that she was the worst and it was thing like ever. horrible
2: like she can't act but she can fucking direct like a motherfucker yeah she can um well she was don't start with me i lost I mean, in translation but that i mean uh, to me i've never that, seen that movie you're
1: fucking up it's a good movie <laughs> it's a good movie um I, but to me it was the one and done even though bill Murray's amazing in it i i just uh she did another one she did. I think she did the uh, Little Women. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That was. Uh, that's no
2: You're going back. No, Winona. no, no. That's, no, that's, that's new. That, that's, that's
1: from '94. Right. I'm talking about the one that was done by the lady who did, um, who did uh, Lady Bird. She did movies. Beguiled, Lost in Translation, something with... Um, she did something with uh, Joan of Arc, I think Coppola did. We'll find out here. She did uh, Bling Ring. Virgin could, Suicides. Virgin Suicides. Marie Antoinette. Yeah, there we go. Somewhere, The Bling
0: Ring, The Beguiled, and On the Rock. Yeah. So, so she, she does these indie movies. She can
1: direct. It's just... Um, I See, when I saw Godfather 3, and I still haven't rewatched it, and they just came out with a redone called Coda, which is... Um, Re- re-edited differently and everything so it's supposed to separate itself so you don't keep thinking of it as a godfather sequel like it's supposed to be its own thing instead of like godfather one and two are together they're, they're companion pieces but people the coppola said something about the the problem is that godfather three is lumped in with those two and it's not supposed to be lumped in even though it, it makes sense that you think it would but he says that godfather three is supposed to be its own thing and it's down on its own merits and the problem is it, it doesn't so he re-edited it in a different way and came out with coda which is available you can rent it on amazon or you can buy it i think the dvd the blu-ray is like 13 bucks at certain stores and shit i like how you said companion pieces yeah that's a really good term. Yeah, there's certain movies that are better as companion pieces than actual sequels, you know. Sometimes sequels are just sequels, but sometimes they're actual companions. You're kind pieces. of picking up right where you left off. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, with Queen of the Damned, the um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but the movie is actually two of the books together. It's the vampire thought where he becomes a rock star, and it's also the Queen of the Damned, of course, That's, Yes, combined together. I did not like that fucking movie. That movie... I hated it. Um, is, I've read... <laughs> now, I've read the original book. Of Interview with the vampire by Anne Rice, but I have not ever read Queen of the Damn. Queen of the Damn is a really good book. Um, she did another one about an angel, the, she did a shitload.
0: She's written a lot of books,
1: actually. Yeah, right. Um,
2: Le- um there's some the witch series. Bones. Yeah, she's got The Witching Hour. I think and
1: all she did, those. and she also did like two werewolf books or something. Yeah, So I looked up her, we either I did or we did <laughs> looked up her, uh, her writing history a few months ago as you follow the uh
2: vampire Lestat, it's all it's really all about Lestat and if you mm-hmm. keep following it and i haven't read them all there's one in there called Memnock the Devil yes and one of the vampires drinks the blood of Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, that's, um, Memnock was really good. I uh, Come on, where,
1: where's her books? I always remember, like, one of the biggest things with Anne Rice was she was against uh, Tom Cruise playing Lestat. And then when she saw him in all the get up and, and in front of the camera, she's like, oh, my God, I was wrong. No, I think he pulled that off. Yeah. She, he did, but she was, like, against it because she couldn't see Tom Cruise playing Lestat. And then once he showed it, he blew her away. Like, like oh, my God, I was wrong. Yeah So you have uh, The
0: Witching Hour Which is The Witches Trilogy Or Lives of the Mayfair Witches And then you have uh, hmm. Let's see Christ of the Lord
1: Louis Louis Oh is She wrote some sex books thing. too
0: Yeah under a different name She did a bunch of um, uh, Harlequin romance
1: stuff <laughs> It doesn't have it on He here. pressed his tongue Against her beautiful pet So she ends
2: up becoming A born again Christian <laughs> right. And from what I understand Her writing goes to Complete sh- pot
1: After that Yeah I uh, I Hmm <laughs> I do. is that a
2: horrible thing to say
1: no you look it look i'm all about people finding ways to better themselves right it's uh you got to find what works for you and some people if you're better off you know if you feel like your life is enriched by finding jesus or whatever and you're not hurting anybody else then good for you you know go even
2: if your books suck after that
1: well, it, it, it's all about like, do you, do, what's it matter to you?
2: I mean, look at well, what about my stake in it? Like, so all of a sudden you become a born again Christian and I go pay five ninety nine for your paperback at Target and it sucks a whole bag of dicks. Burn it. That's probably what she wants.
1: Yeah, I mean it's um,
0: (laughs) but you bought it, so she gets the money for it. Right. Make sure. Tale of the Body Thief. She wrote. uh, There it is. Servant of the Bones. She wrote this book called Servant of the Bones. Holy crap! That was it. It's really good. One through six. No, that's a that's a comic. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a genie named Azrael. Uh, it's told as a fireside chat. So basically, there's this person that's in a cabin, and this genie shows up, this, or angel. I call it an angel, and talks about you know God, the gods like Marduk and and uh, uh, all these Egyptian gods, and he's been there from the start. And Necronomicon, and it's it's really really good.
1: Let's see if this fits in here.
0: Joe's putting the book into a condom wrapper.
1: <laughs> Most protected, baby. You know that I mean?
0: Yeah, Babylon. Uh, and then there's uh, Memnoch the Devil. God, Memnock the Devil is really
1: so there you go you you found a use for the plastic (laughs) there we go all right so um you know i there's a lot of books i've read in my life and i forgot that i've read them until they come up in conversation i'm like oh yeah i did read that book (laughs) and i i read interview with a vampire after the movie the first movie came out Mm -hmm. the
0: the the, there's a scene in mem the devil if i'm not mistaken where he talks about the 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 passage in the Bible where Jesus and the devil are battling, right, and it's like a five-day or seven-day battle, and he goes, "No, no, no, they got it all wrong. That's all propaganda and bullshit. This is really what happened." And it, and she op- and it feels like you're going into the scene with him. The way that she ri- writes it is amazing, and it's basically the devil and Jesus meet in like this canyon, I think it is. Anyways, and they just basically sit down on two rocks and they just talk
1: <laughs> for like seven days. Did they do that like on an episode of Supernatural or, uh... I don't know, or something else like that. Is... I like that, though. Well, yeah, because, I mean, expectations are this big battle, right? Yeah. But you can only, I mean, everything's been done with explosions and yeah. shit, so sometimes being more intimate on a conversational level could be better. Well, and they already had the battle
2: when Lucifer fell, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The revolt led by Pinecourt. So they are—they already had the battle. Why not just shoot the shit a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, you know, compelling story. Yeah. Especially if it's written well, you know. Ooh, Tarantino. <laughs> Let's Tarantino write a conversation between them. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I'd like to see, actually, uh, Tarantino do a movie, uh, uh, r- write a script for Memnock the Devil.
1: Aaron Sorkin. Um, that guy can write dialogue like a motherfucker. He understands how to write dramatic dialogue uh, with the best of them. Yeah. He did movies like The Social Network. He did a, you know the the screenplay for that. Um, he did uh, the one that I just did a review for, The Trial of the, the, the Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. He did the dialogue for that, you know. Um, just made Sacha Baron Cohen's character fucking just steal the show, and and. Well, for you, uh,
2: listeners that don't know, if you're thirsty for some real uh, angels and demons stuff, and you haven't already watched it on VH, uh, VHS, The Prophecy.
0: Yeah, we've talked about that. Do a review times, for that one. Yeah, I, I like that. I like the first movie. I've watched this. I watched. The other ones. Hey,
1: I I'm a servant of the devil. Yeah. You won't
0: be disappointed. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wowzy wooza. You see my power. It goes, wow.
0: <laughs> Eric Stoltz is amazing in that. You know, he was gonna
1: be the original back to the future guy. He's still in it. I, by the way. Yeah, there's a scene where I guess he like they didn't they didn't cut it out and he's you see him in well, I don't remember. You see the
0: back of his head, really, is what Yeah. It is, so <laughs>
1: There you go. Marty.
0: No, Rick. I can't do (laughs) it. Why? Why, Rick? Why do you do this to me?
2: You ever think about the movies where they wanted somebody else, like Beverly Hills Cop with um, Sylvester Stallone?
1: They made a joke. (laughs) You know in um, Beverly Hills Cop Part 2? It's called Cobra. Yeah. (laughs) In Beverly Hills Cop Part 2, when they go to um, Judge Reinhold's house for a minute to to check some shit out, Eddie Murphy's on the phone in the bedroom sitting on Judge Reinhold's bed. And he moves the door a little bit and there's a fucking Cobra poster right, on the wall. Right, because he's all like a gun freak and then he everything. It. Yeah, and Murphy <laughs> looks at it for a quick second and looks away. and Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I, I saw it. I've seen that movie so many times and I never knew the connection until a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. I got
2: all excited about this coming to America 2 thing. And I put it on for like 10 minutes and I was like, yeah, no. Oh, God. (laughs) I was like, what a fucking disappointment. Like, I actually was like, oh, it's March 5th. We can watch it now. And then I was like, "Mm, dude, the whole movie is
1: everyone telling Eddie Murphy that he's wrong. You watched the whole thing? Yes. Oh, man. It's fucking insulting. I'm sorry. (laughs) Dude, it's got Leslie Jones. Okay, Eddie. You find out that Eddie Murphy's character um, had a one-night stand back when he was in New York back in 1988. So the night, the, the whole scene where they're doing the dating, the, the speed dating with everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there was one person that semi hooked him up with, and he she she doped him. The tranny. No, Leslie fucking Jones. Leslie Jones got him, got him fucked up and he passed out and she rapes him while he's asleep. And then she has a kid. And so her kid is played by this actor who's got to be a dime store fucking Donald Glover, okay? Because he looks just fucking like him. But I guess he just would command a cheaper paycheck. Right? You know what
2: made me really nervous about that one? What? James Earl Jones. Yeah. I was
1: like, you look so fucking old. Who's going to do Vader? Like, you're on your way out. Dude, we all thought he was old when he did Vader back with Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Okay, and that was 16 He's going to live ago. forever. I don't have to worry. I, You know what? I mean, he still can do the voices, and he still wants to act, but it, it's the, the whole movie is fucking painful. It's bad. The fact they even call it coming, it. them calling coming to America, it's not. The whole movie, there's about 15 total minutes that is in America. The rest of it is in Africa. It's in Zamunda, okay? And it's so bad. The whole movie is just a bunch of scenes of remember this person, remember that person, mm-hmm. Oh, here's the two fucking twin chicks that were fucking rapping during the speed dating. Oh, here's Salt and Peppa. Oh, here's Morgan Freeman. What the fuck? They- so Amazon put it out.
2: Yes. How much fucking money do you
1: think they piled into this one? A lot, because it has a big budget. Yeah. But then fucking Louis Anderson's in it. Remember how you know he goes, "Hey guys, right now I'm 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 washing lettuce, but next <laughs> week I'll be on fries, and that's when the big bucks start rolling in, right?" <laughs> That character is in fucking this new movie. He's wearing a daishiki, a mumu daishiki, okay, because he's still fat.
0: Hi, he, guys. I'm Louie and Anderson. And he runs the
1: McDowell's that's in Zamunda.
0: <laughs> I saw that part. I'm running now, the McDowell's in Zamunda. If it's written
1: properly, it could have been fucking hilarious. Right. Instead, it's, oh, Louie Anderson's running a McDowell's They should have had him doing the same thing.
0: I'm washing Lattice. I can't do it right now. It's like Eddie Murphy just showed up. up. He He just just, showed up to collect like
2: $8 million or something.
0: (laughs) I didn't laugh. I'm washing the lettuce and soon I'll be moving up to drive through. What do you think
2: he got paid on that? A lot. Well, I don't know. I don't know. And you think he's getting back and all kinds of weird shit? Do they oh,
1: don't yeah. even have? Do they even well, have uh, From what they I understand, paid a fucking um, truckload. From what I understand, Eddie Murphy was told that he had to have a white person in the original film, so that's why he picked Louis Anderson to play the guy who washes lettuce.
2: Right,
0: washing the lettuce
1: because they said there was just too many. The the, the, the cast didn't have enough white. People do you, you like him stuff. on Baskets? I never watched Baskets. <laughs> he's I, that's phenomenal. One, that's on one of those. You shows. like Baskets? Yeah. Uh, that's got my mom is addicted. Is that Galifianakis? Yeah. 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 I want to check that. Louis C.K.
0: Oh, okay. It's it's uh, produced by Louis C.K. Yeah, it's probably never coming back. But so, yeah,
1: I, I want to. It's just but yeah. you jerk
0: off one time and <laughs> my son's at Galifianakis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he plays a chick. Well, yeah, because he um, he had a bring me with some more moon pies. Louis Anderson had a sexual reassignment surgery. No, yeah, Louis Anderson's a woman now.
2: Really? Uh uh-huh. huh. Well, that and explains he, everything. Yeah.
1: So, um, but, so he's not playing a chick. Well you know, he's well. In in coming to America, they don't say it, but he. I mean, he looks more feminine, but he still looks like he's just Louis Anderson. Hmm. You know. So he has a vagina. Yeah. Weird. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if he went all the way. I just, uh, Half I, th- China. that's what I, I heard. I, I I mean, this is all could be just hearsay or some shit, but I <laughs> believe he did trends. Uh, don't, I never heard that. You yeah. he may be right. What do you think he paid for that?
0: A lot of money. <laughs> I can't do the voice right now. It's uh-huh. fucking killing me.
1: Louis Anderson is like Bruce hey, Valanche. It's the hey, anti-poon for me. I, I cannot. It's just, uh, I can never picture having sex again after looking at someone like that and also hearing their voice. <laughs> I, I just, oh my God. I, I I lose at least a centimeter off my dick every time. Well, he
2: already it. looks like someone's grandma. He just wanted the twazer uh, to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so
0: it's not at sea. No,
2: I had no idea that he uh, got
0: chopped up.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, he, he may uh, be just fucking with people. He might be just, just gay because he does. He might have
0: just come out as gay, but oh, he's, I, he's totally gay. But um is Louis Anderson gay? What is his net? Who cares? Those are the two I'm most gonna, important things. Hold on a second, Louis Anderson net worth. <laughs> <laughs> every time i fucking look up celebrities it just what, celebrities. what's going on Did you
2: just drop into like dos or Internet something what's going on here uh, so, I'm, I'm taking notes okay
1: right. so pretty much with 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 coming to america Two. leslie jones is the ones that one that fucking raped eddie murphy while he was asleep but it's okay because i guess if a woman rapes a guy it's perfectly fine right mm-hmm. so she gets pregnant has a kid and he doesn't know about it. He finds out about it because there's this battle that's going to fucking happen in Zamunda where Wesley Snipes and his tribe are going to come and fucking invade Zamunda um, if they, there's not a male heir, right? Well, only Eddie, Eddie Murphy only had kids. Or, I mean, sorry, he only had daughters. He doesn't have a male heir. Well, come to find out that he does. And so he's back in America, so he's got to go and get him. And you find out, oh, Leslie Jones is the mom and the uncle is fucking Tracy Morgan, right? <laughs> and... Fucking Tracy ir- Morgan. And, oh, hilarity is supposed to ensue. It does not ensue. It insults. It's fucking bad. Yeah. Tracy Morgan, when you give him good material, he can run away with it. But when you give him nothing, that's exactly what he is. All he does in the entire fucking film is put down Arsenio Hall's character. Makes Arsenio, Arsenio Hall's character completely um, unimportant in the entire film. Everything that you you grew to love his character with in the, in the original, he does none of that in this fucking film. No one does. Eddie Murphy does nothing funny in the whole fucking movie. The whole movie, everyone just talks down to him. Like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And he acts like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. It, it's bad. It is insulting. And anyone that gives it, I think that anyone that gives it anything less than the rating I'm giving it, is racist because it's reverse racist. They're afraid of knocking up a a, a a predominantly black film because they don't want to be called racist themselves for knocking it. I disagree with you. I have a friend that actually liked the movie. Okay. Well, Tracy
2: Morgan sued Walmart. That's my problem with him.
1: Well, well, no, they, they no, he got into, into an
0: accident. Truck uh, killed man, and him. He sued Walmart. Yeah, and he has like twelve Ferraris. No, he, he a Walmart truck hit him yeah. while he was in his bus, while he was in his comedy bus, yeah. and almost killed him. And the driver driver was drunk or okay. high on cocaine. All yeah, right. yeah we, right. we
1: talked about it. Yeah, we, we, uh, we yeah, talked about Yeah, no, that,
0: that was not... He didn't, yeah. like, sue Walmart because... And then Walmart fucking insulted him by saying, oh, well, y- your life is only worth X amount of money, and it's not our fault yeah. that our driver hit you. And he went, fuck you, it's not, you know? And right. sued them for, like... A billion dollars or whatever. Uh, a caskillian dollars. So yeah. there's
1: only one part in the entire Coming to America where I laughed, and it was where they showed the sexual chocolate guy show up, <laughs> and it was just show, seeing his face, seeing a, Eddie Murphy play like a fat, older that version good. of him, it was funny, was good? and that was it. It was it was nothing else though special about it. Nothing. That's all we got. That movie is bad. It's... Make your soul blow. It is blow. so bad. Look, you can't... Just Leslie Jones is just not... Her playing the same old stereotypical loudmouth black woman character... And she they they always have her play. That's they, racist. They typecast her. <laughs> they typecast her in those fucking roles. And she's bad. No, she not they don't typecast
0: her. She takes those roles because she's yeah. on she's on a fucking Uber Eats um mm-hmm. commercial right now. Yeah. Where she's watching something and she's being sassy. Leslie Jones, sassy Leslie Jones, and yeah. then like she gets her then she has like her imaginary hangry self. <laughs> and she's she's sassy, hangry yeah. Leslie Jones, and that that just you're just stealing from fucking Roseanne, uh-huh. and yeah. who else? What other '80s and '90s black female comedians Marcia acted Warfield? that way? Oh, that's right, yeah. Marsha Warfield. <laughs> who else? Uh, I can't I can't name any, but. Right now, it, but Marsha Warfield was the first person to do it, and it was fucking hilarious then because Nell Carter was a little bit like it. Thank you. There, okay. Nell Carter. Yeah. Nell Carter was in Modern Problems. Have you ever seen Modern Problems with Chevy Chase? Goldie Hawn. No, no. Chevy that was Chase. Play. It was a Chevy Chase, Brian Doyle Murray, Mary Kate Place. Not Kate, Mary Kay plays Please. and oh, Nell Carter. And Nell Carter played a uh a, a, like a, a housekeeper, yeah, but she played it like the fifties housekeepers or you know, right, or gone with the wind housekeeper, right? Or you know, whatever you want to call them. And it's like mammy? a PG like, movie. Yeah, she played a mammy and god damn it if she wasn't hilarious in, in that role.
2: Is it like PG though? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, modern problems is a, a movie about Chevy Chase who is coming home one night and he gets behind a truck and the truck has hazardous waste and it spills on him and, he, and it's it's raining mm-hmm. and like everything goes wrong and, he, and he's trying to you <laughs> toxic know, avenger. Yeah, he's trying to do the the windshield wipers and it's not working and it's fucking he has a convertible and the convertible won't go up you know so he's getting rained on and the fucking right. toxic waste hits him and then all of a sudden he has. Superpowers, like he can move things with his mind, and hilarity ensues. And it's actually a pretty funny movie. But Brian Doyle Murray plays a wheelchair-bound author in in the movie. <laughs> Chevy Chase is
2: Bill enough. Murray. I always get tossed up. I'm like, because for me, it's like Chevy Chase's facial expressions, especially in like Spies Like Us and stuff like that. Yeah, but Bill Murray really, for me, has it. You know what I mean? They don't like each other. It I seems know, they like don't.
1: with Chevy Chase, his. His uh, screen presence relies on the writing. Like Bill Murray can do great with anything he's got, no matter what. He could be in a shitty movie, and he's still good because in a he's shitty Bill movie. Murray. Yeah, yeah. Chevy Chase is only as good as the material that's given to him. So Maybe because I, 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 I you <laughs> see Chevy Chase in something shitty, and he's just not like, that great. In it.
0: Like Meet the Robinsons, or whatever that is.
1: Uh, yeah, I tried to watch that or some shit. Whatever
0: that is. Yeah. But when he does Clark Griswold, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, except for except for the Ed Helms version of Vacation, we he liked just it. Kind of we, sucked in
1: that. We liked it. Oh well, I mean, you what, he was, was Chevy Chase at the end. Yeah. Oh, the running, the the running. reboot. Yeah. No, fuck It that, wasn't. A, it wasn't really a reboot. It was more like a sequel spin off yeah. like
0: we enjoyed it up until there was a couple parts in it. But Christine Applegate was funny as hell
1: in it. You know. We, you know what I, I mean? Looking back on it, I guess it's more like novelty comedy because I've never gone back and watched it again. Um. So I've seen guess, it once. Applegate's killing
2: it in a show on Netflix called Dead to Me. Yes. You guys chopped it up and all?
1: With Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking it. good I only saw the first season I haven't watched the second one yet Because yeah. I thought that the first one was just enough it, like If the show had, if it had just been a limited run series And ended with that first season I would have been fine with it like that I didn't think it needed to keep going oh, You should watch the second season They pick it back up I might check it out yeah. but it's, yeah. I haven't watched the first yeah, season
0: What's wrong with you? Watch the second season, jerk oh.
2: And so, I, don't, I don't like says, these kind of things That go on and on and on But I was like, I watch it with my wife you Says know? the guy
0: who's never seen a single episode But knows about it.
1: Yeah. You wouldn't be Mike if you weren't like that. That's true, yeah. So, yeah. Me and my eyebrow. So. So aren't you glad that finally something racist is happening in this country and it's not because of white people? Oh. (laughs) Did you hear about the Asian smack thing that's going on? What? What? what?
0: Why didn't you just say instead of just. My my son. I fuck.
1: You know what? I don't don't like my shitty segues? I
0: fucking hate your segues. They suck. Makes me want to throw things at you. (laughs) Dude, my son would love hey, to see this. Let's talk about let's talk about the uh, hatred in, in fucking that's cool. I got the number of the beast, the mark of the beast. Is this Bernie Ryson? I don't know, but it's good. I, I like the numbers on it. Six, 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 ten. It's six, always six, the
2: covers six, six, for nine. me. You know what I mean? Me too. Like it's the covers, then you open it up and you're all ah, oh, unless it's a graphic novel. Oh, that's very you
1: know? that's very Barbarella esque. This is like so I wonder, thing. are there any I- iconic issues that like had if you get a bad a, cover?
2: If you get into this, you're not going to be fucking disappointed. Oh, it's
0: going to look that good all the way through. That one's good. Um, So this is... This is very Bernie Wrightson. Do you know who Bernie Wrightson I is? I do not. So Bernie Wrightson... I'll show you pictures of the stuff that he does. This is... Oh, that's very Marvel-esque. Uh, Frank Frazetta. This is Frank Frazetta-esque. Um,
2: that's probably kind of borderline underground. I don't know.
0: I'll show you who Bernie Wrightson. Bernie Wrightson did a lot of Swamp Thing and... Uh, Uh, Punisher And things like that I love the early Punisher
1: stuff This issue of Star Trek Unlimited Came out Around the time That first contact Came out in theaters Okay The one with the Borg in it If you've ever seen The one with the Next generation Cast when they fight The Borg And the chick comes down And they put her legs
2: On and everything And I was like I can almost Jack off to this (laughs) (laughs) We had Alice Craig And and Data And she's like Are you equipped And Data's like I'm ready to go Do I have that
0: right I'm fully functional Yeah fully functional Yep So, uh, yeah, here's here's some Bernie Wrightson's prints just so you can check them out. But see, oh, heavy metal. Yeah, of course. So that's unfortunately Bernie Wrightson passed away. But look at this, the art. But he's more famous for this. He did Frankenstein and the artwork. um, There's a piece right there. Um, There's a Spider-Man piece right there. But this is probably some of the most detailed and complicated art anyone has ever seen in their oh, life. Oh, goddamn! Look at that. And this, it's... And it's... The way that he did it was he took a nib, the pen nib, like an India ink, and he just... <laughs> Dick. cares the rap award seasons here. I'm looking at a goddamn picture of Bernie Wrightson. But I, I have... I have this. I, I have a big book of Bernie Wrightson art. And uh, my buddy Nick turned me on to him. So... These are all just individual lines. Like he did the outline and stuff like that, and drew it and stuff. But when he's inking it, it's just he just Shades in one 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 line at a time and just hmm. took his time. I don't know how long it took him to do these particular pieces right
1: here, but like this piece of Frankenstein, it looks alive. That that's the best way I could describe it. It looks like they like it, it might as well have been a There's photograph. A picture right there. Look at that. It's it's incredible. And then, dude, I should work for Pixar. He's dead. I know. I know now. Um,
0: he did. He did all of the pre-production artwork For Ghostbusters, the movie And uh, Stephen King's um, Silver Bullet Silver Bullet mm, I remember Silver and Bullet And a bunch of other stuff He's, you yeah, see and then, and then I find out that he did Batman So it was Batman Swamp Thing Well,
1: it makes sense Because that when I saw that picture in the lab first thing I thought of was Swamp Thing, and then I see a picture of him doing Swamp Thing, so that makes sense. Yeah, I, he did Swamp Thing
0: before he did uh, the Frankenstein stuff. Which is the yeah, style. The, the way the Frankenstein see. looked reminded yeah, yeah. me of, of Swamp Thing. So, and there's, uh, there's uh, Doctor, a... Doctor. Yep, yep. But there's Swamp Thing right there.
1: Look at that. And that's just a sketch. It's it's the it's the David Goggins thing. It's it stand out amongst people that stand out.
0: Yeah, this Ken Barr guy has got quite a wide st- a range of styles. So different on every...
1: Wait, all right. Are you well, taking
0: those, that away from me?
2: No, those are for you. I'm keeping that. Those are for you. Mm-hmm. That's for you.
1: Thank you very much. Nice. Enjoy. My son definitely would love to check this out, too. I love the very I got him into Star Trek, so. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Thank you very much.
2: Oh, absolutely. Cool. My pleasure.
1: So,
0: yeah, this Ken Barr guy is just really going for it when it comes to all of the uh, different influences he's showing.
1: One of the good things about plastic is it protects uh, things for a long time. Not always. <laughs> we'll keep it out of sunlight, too, definitely, but yeah that's Thank you Thank you very much got Oh you're little, welcome I've got a lot of old cards Like basketball cards And stuff that Are in plastic sleeves I wonder how if They're okay <laughs> We got have, we have to go check them um, if, Sometimes like If they don't have The
0: acid back on them mm-hmm. like, They'll disintegrate Yeah
1: Find out You know I, I looked up Baseball card I, I have a Fred McGriff Rated rookie card From uh, I think it's Don Russ um, Don't quote me on that Could have been Fleer $35 it, <laughs> No It used to be worth A lot of money We used to be worth a decent amount of money Back a long time ago Now I think it's worth Like fucking three dollars Or something No shit But it used to be considered Like one of the Like the, those Like the best card of that year What did it get up from to? From that set 1986? Yeah Is that the one I think? Yep Fred
0: McGriff rated rookie For like 450 bucks Yeah okay well. If you want to pay it Through ebay yeah.
1: $1,000. I saw it somewhere well, where it was only a few bucks. I mean, though. look,
0: it's got the border around it. And
1: yeah, I don't have that. I, I I think I've got it just in a little plastic sleeve. $17. See,
0: there it is. I was generous when I said $34. <laughs> it, I, it really depends. And some of them, I mean, I, I think so. like we that $1,000 one that one, says gem and blah, blah, blah. Like, look, this yeah. is this is the same fucking thing. And it's seventy five dollars. Yeah. So come on. Yeah. I like just, even the Michael Jordan rookie card dropped in value like tremendously. Yeah.
1: I just I don't understand what that stuff, dude. It's I guess it's just people don't collect them anymore. Well,
0: that and there may be more out there. So, you know, the market could have gotten flooded. With, with you know, either fakes or they just had a, a stockpile of these fucking, yep. you know, and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, Ricky Henderson or Michael Jordan or Larry Bird's or whatever. But you never know when, when it comes to the cards, the market just drops out. Same with comics. Mm-hmm. Everybody was, you know, itching to fucking get their hands on an issue number one of all the image comics. And then yeah. and the, the market really dropped out on that one. And I have like two issue number ones of each of the Image Comics. Yeah. I had like four of the Spawn ones sold one. I didn't didn't even get much out of that. I got 20 bucks. Still 20 times what I paid for. Isn't that
1: amazing, though? I mean, sometimes when you hold on to something for that long, you think it would... I sold it like four or five years afterwards just to
0: see what I would get for market value. Uh Uh-huh. Cause I had a, I had like
1: two or three others. I still to this day have one of the I have this um, this Russian plate. It's like from the Bradford Exchange or something like that. Is it a nesting plate? What does that mean? You see, you're smirking like I. I, I you I'm, don't know I'm, what a nesting doll is?
0: A Russian nesting doll?
1: Oh, is that like the stackable? Yeah, no, it's not a nesting plate. All, all plates are nested. Go on, So
0: <laughs> finish the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, it's a beautiful fucking plate, mm, and I, I still have it inside of the, the, the styrofoam and everything, and it's even got a little stand with it. I, it's from the 80s. It's like from the mid-80s. <laughs> I looked that fucking thing up recently to see what this collectible's 350. worth. You can find it on eBay for like that much, like, like fucking $10 and shit. It, it's like... <laughs> what what type like, of Russian plate is it? It's like... Uh, 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 just look it up. You, I, I'm pretty sure it'll show up. There it is, right there. <laughs> Which one? The, the that one with the fucking yep. It's the, they're all the same. It's <laughs> just different uh, colors. It pops up, up immediately. It's the rustling and the, one Milla the Russian tails plate. The one, the, the, <laughs> the one with the horse on it. This one. That yeah, that one. Twenty four dollars. Yeah.
0: State line trader. Yeah. Etsy. It's
1: a beautiful plate, dude. I mean, it's 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 still amazing looking and everything. But see, I cool. would eat I like off the, of that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, and so it's sitting in, in my collectible boxes with my cards and stuff. And all I also have the uh, Chicago Bulls 72 win season uh, plate set from, from Bradford Exchange. Uh-huh. And I bet you those aren't worse shit either. <laughs> have you seen Clay lately? No, he died of lead
0: poisoning. <laughs>
1: Fuck! He
0: was having a hot dog (laughs) It's the 1990 Bradford Exchange Vinogradoff plate And you got yours in the 80s So it's the same one It doesn't really fucking matter There's a 12 piece And that's the nesting one So here we go Um, eBay $10 (laughs) (laughs) That's for four of them
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what the so
0: it's, you know, five bucks a piece. Uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, 2 yeah. four, uh two fifty a piece. See,
2: the thing about eBay is they ruin the fair market value of everything because they're like, there's actually, you guys thought there was 500 of these and there's actually 7 billion.
1: Yeah. What was the other one? Your, the Michael Jordan mark? I had the, the Bull, yeah, the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls 72 win season plate set. Or it's just I. I only have one. I can't remember. I have one or two of the plates. Two fifty? No. No, it's an actual plate. But there you go. Right here. There. Um, hundred fifty bucks for three of them. Find the one that says seventy two. There's a big seventy two on the plate. <laughs> and I sell the certificate of authenticity. Yeah, no, it'll say seventy two. There's one that yeah. There's one that says
0: you'll uh, you'll. You, no, this is nineteen ninety seven. You have the seventy two win? Yeah. Is it Chicago Bulls though, right?
1: Yeah. well I mean it's got Jordan on the front of it, but it's um I can't remember if it's Bulls and Jordan or it's just Bulls, but Jordan is definitely on it. I just can't remember the title of the set. I think it's for Chicago Bulls seventy two wins. I can't
0: though. no I can't remember how it's spelled commemorative. E R O commemorative. That's it right there. Plate. I I didn't add an E or an M. There it
1: is. Right on the left. This one. Yep. Ebay. Twenty bucks. <laughs> God, highly collectible! What were you hoping for? Well, this one's six hundred and eighty-nine dollars. I mean, mine's still mint. I mean, it's inside the styrofoam still. I haven't taken it out now. Is it if signed? you
0: got, if you got Michael Jordan no. sign it, that's one thing. Yeah, no, no, no. It's Why not, is that one so expensive?
1: Well, it, it, I, I he ate off it. <laughs> he touched, he looked in its direction. Yeah. He touched it with his. Penis. Someone reflected like, <laughs> yeah, someone had it reflect off of his forehead when he was at a meeting or something.
2: He and Barkley snorted cocaine off of this plate. Six
1: eighty-nine.
0: Uh, this is probably a collector that says sale benefits charity. That's why it's so much. Oh, of course. There. fifty nine ninety five. dollars That's the real one. Well. Yours is probably around the, be, yours is between fifty nine ninety five like and $60. $700. Yeah. Should
1: in. I sell it? Should I hang it on the wall? I'm really going to have to contemplate that I'm one. I'm still at eat Do you think you
0: it? can get like, uh, let's see. What's, let's, let's, let's split the difference between $700 and $60. Uh, what is that? 410 is that right? I don't know. 30 plus 7, you know, 760 divided by 2. Is it 350 plus 30? 380. you
1: think you get 380
0: for it? I would sell it if someone wanted to offer them. <laughs> you should list it on eBay see what people would pay for it. Put it at like $1,000. <laughs> and then in your description, Michael Jordan touched this with his penis. I
1: mean, I'm, let's see, I'm 43 and I have things that I've had for decades that I, I, are for someday I'll put in a glass case and they're still not in a glass case. Yeah,
0: right. If, if you don't want, look, if you think it's worth something, sell it. If you don't want
1: it. I Part of it was, <laughs> I wish I had, I, I it, it's wishful thinking like, oh, when I'm in my retirement age, I'll have all these collectibles that'll be worth a bunch of money and I can retire off of that shit. <laughs> right. Like, like the boxes of, 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 of <laughs> Joe's IRA. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much my 401 fucking K. Right. So all these baseball, basketball and football cards I have, um, you know, and you would have to eBay every single one of those individually. Yeah, and it's—I mean, you could probably get a
0: thousand dollars for the entire. Collection. I have
1: over a hundred different Michael Jordan cards from the span of his career, and I, I don't—I I don't even know if they're worth anything. It's you just, have to eBay them.
0: So you just look at it and you go doot, 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 mm-hmm. and put average condition. So these were given to me. I would normally not even wear these. Those are the
1: 1989 Air Jordans.
0: And
2: they, they, I guess these were $300. Yep. those—they they, These were given to me because it, he was like, a, uh, my foot's too big for these. And I was like, cool.
1: The white version of those were worn by Giancarlo Esposito's character in um, uh, Fight the Power, um, Spike Lee movie. Do the Right Thing. Oh right, right, right. He was wearing those shoes in that movie, and a white dude fucking scuffed them. And the whole the Giancarlo Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Gus Gustavo Fring on Breaking Bad, and, right. and Saul, you know, Saul the better call Saul. Um, he had the white Jordans. like, you scuffed my Jordan, you scuffed my Jordan. I have a pair of those. Yeah, and they have oil paint on them. There's
0: nothing wrong with that, man.
1: Because I was painting A goddamn floor
0: You're living your best well, life Well
1: there's the rule I don't give a fuck What you're wearing If you're gonna wear Jordans Don't buy white Jordans And let, If you don't want them To get fucked with They're so the going get fucked with the But the Jordans but you're talking about Go ahead I don't fucking care Well yeah You, you don't give I a don't, shit
0: I don't collect sneakers so. Yeah I mean I still have them Yeah So technically I do collect them You can them, take them, them to
1: someone Where they can re- refurbish Or whatever the hell you call yeah. them And make them look like new again they, you, know, you can't rush art <laughs>
2: The Jordans you're talking about in that movie are probably one of three or four original color sets that came out. Yeah, that Light.
1: Would, back in '89 they only had white and black. Yeah, yeah. now exactly.
2: they now they have like Travis Scott Jordans or like there's yeah.
1: all of these people that come in that I, yeah. I don't even know how it works, but it's like my favorites. I uh are I love those ones, but also my favorites were the 1992 hair Jordan ones that had the Bugs Bunny Bugs Bunny Buzz wasn't on them, but they were called the hair Jordans because it had the same color. Pattern and stuff on them that was in the commercials and stuff. Space Jam? When he, when he did the Bugs Bunny commercials. No, because the hair Jordans were from around 92-ish. Oh. And they didn't do Space Jam until 96. Okay. So... Speaking of, and then you got Space Jam 2 that Legacy, just came out. Yeah, Space Jam Legacy with LeBron. And then Spike <laughs> Lee ends up playing this character called Mars. Mars Blackman. Yeah. Mars Blackman. It's all about... It's got to be the shoes. It's got to be the shoes. Yeah. Money. It's money. Yeah. It's got to be the shoes money. Yep. Yeah, that was... That's when I, you know, was I, I liked... You know Spike Lee. Black
2: Klansmen. Anyone? We yeah.
1: saw that. Uh, Mike was anti Spike Lee movies. Before I am we too. Saw that. No, no, no.
0: Not was. Still is. For
1: the most I part. I do yeah.
0: not care for Spike Lee movies. And he's in general. A, and yeah, in general, because they're mostly just fucking garbage. It's to proper.
2: Me. It's like propaganda. Yeah. You
0: know? I I don't like. I don't like Spike Lee for two things. He's an egotistical dick, and he treats people like shit. And he's and he's gotten worse over the years, and he fucking hates white people. He fucking it's, hates them. He's racist. It's
1: pretty much the Rosie O'Donnell thing. It's if you don't see things exactly the way I see them, then uh, you don't exist as a human being in my book, as a person. I, that, that's what it seems like with Spike Lee.
0: Yeah, and uh, he and then he did Black Klansman, and I'm just like, this is this is a fucking amazing piece was, of film. It was a really good movie. And
1: I didn't see The Five Bloods. Joe did. It, Yeah, Five Bloods is really good. I mean, there's some things about it that feel like they're straight-to-video quality-type things. But Netflix? Yeah. yeah. But overall, Five Bloods is a good fucking movie. Yeah. But I, I, I
0: really enjoyed uh, Black Klansman. Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic film. Yeah, we well, enjoyed that it. That was an A.
2: That was an A production, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, it had uh, also well, it uh, it had
1: Paul it. Walter Hauser in there, who ends up playing uh, Richard Jewell in and the movie. And yeah, he yeah. was nominated for an Oscar for that, for, for playing that
0: role in Black Klansman. Yeah, Paul Walter Hauser is like our new favorite guy. Although yeah. he's kind of uh, typecast right now, <laughs> because he plays all these dumb fat you know, guy. he yeah, plays some dumb, dumb fat guy. guy. Yeah. Like he
1: was in Itanya. He played um, he played the the good the, the bodyguard in for Jeff Galuli in um in Itanya. itania is a fucking
2: great movie. I yeah. just watch it again for a second time because you know I was like I gotta I gotta watch it again. Paul
1: Walter Hauser's in a couple episodes of Cobra Kai, by the way. Oh, he's oh, actually really good God. in it.
0: He did treated- you do it?
1: You did Cobra does Kai. You, does he
0: play the uh, the lazy-eyed, fucking sleepy
1: fat guy? No, no, he doesn't. He like plays, he's eating too much no, sugar. No, he plays the guy who's too old to be hanging out with teenagers, but he just wants to be a part of what they're doing, so he joins the Cobra Kai. I think he's like the janitor at the school or something. Ah, oh, okay. And so he ends up joining Cobra Kai with them for a while, and he's funny. He's a funny character. He's not. He's not. He doesn't play. I don't think he's not. He doesn't dumb. play a creepy. He doesn't play the dumb guy. You know, like he did in in Black Klansman or in I Tonya. Right. You know, um so, but he, no, he's funny. Like he's only in a few episodes, but he's really like, he's a highlight. You okay. know what,
2: you know what killed Cobra Kai for me? What I watched the all the die. way up into all the teen inks shit. No, I watched all the way up into like the end of season two. Mm-hmm. And then it was, uh, who's the karate kid? Ra- Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Machio. Oh, fuck you, Ralph Macho. I'm over this. You're a f- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's how I felt. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't do it anymore. You know what? I you, I'm out. I'm done,
0: motherfucker. Yeah. I
1: my, my biggest problem with the show is like, I think it's two things. There's too a little too much of the teen drama, the relationship drama stuff. Like it's like when we're watching the CW or something. I, I right? was just gonna say that. Yeah. Um. And then the other thing is, um. God damn it! What was the other thing that that really that bugged me teen about drama? the show? Is so um
0: the Archies? <laughs> I hear my brain fart. I, I really the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> the Cobra Kai and the show Diaries. takes a surprising turn. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Joe brain Vampire Farts. It's Mike that usually fucking brain farts, but nope. And he's I, got nothing.
1: <laughs> I, I I threw my brain fart to you. Oh. the constant misunderstandings. It gets to a point like Three's Company. Holy shit, it is so fucking bad. It is, it is, why are they having sex in there? It is so bad where it's just, just see Ralph Furley pop up. There's just constant <laughs> every episode or every Jake. other episode. There is a misunderstanding between Ralph Macchio's and um and Johnny's character, yeah, yeah. Every and it can be fixed if they would just shut the fuck up for a second and conversate like people right. but they don't they get angry at each other and then they go off in their own directions and then it causes all this drama for all the people around and then them one shows lives. up
0: in an apartment the other shows up in an apartment there's yeah. an overheard conversation someone yeah. comes and in so, at the wrong time and and so, and they're talking about getting hot dogs into the yeah. fucking buns and really it's not hot dogs yeah. in the buns why
1: are you doing this Jack? yeah exactly 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 and then like he gets Ralph shocked Furley. by the doorbell yeah <laughs> Ralph Furley looking like so, Catherine Hepburn so as I'm watching it it's a lot of forced misunderstandings <laughs> yeah. That it's predictable like right. I, I can see yes like Sandy. when like when someone shows up at a certain moment when other people are interacting I'm like oh this is exactly what's going to happen with it and then boom it ends up happening yeah. that's the two biggest problems but they got go. so
2: close during the bar scene I was like any minute they're going to kiss <laughs> yeah. we're close and then nope someone's
1: pissed off <laughs> yeah someone says the wrong thing <laughs> right. and then ego's get and the, it's back and, to fuck you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> And they all end up at the
0: real yeah. Beagle with Larry. Yeah.
1: And now they're reluctantly teaming up at the end of season three because Martin Cove's character has brought, he's taken over, back over the Cobra Kai. He took it from Johnny, right? Yeah. And now, now, now Johnny's dojo and. Fucking like Ralph Macchio's, you know, Danielson's dojo are going to team up together Daniel's to like, fight the Cobra Kai now right. with run by it's Martin It's a team Cove. up. It's like the Avengers. It's like West Coast Avengers. You know what's and, funny about it's like seeing... It's like Blade Avengers. 2.
0: You now know we're against funny the about seeing a, uh, <laughs> X-Men and Fantastic Four versus the yeah. League of Super Mutants.
1: <laughs> seeing a, a, a 75 to 80 year old it's Martin funny. Cove playing on that show, playing as a karate expert. Yeah. Is they keep they show him a lot of times from the waist up, yeah. Because from the waist down, when he walks, you can tell he has he has bad legs or something. And but so, he
2: wants to fight some guy for real now. Did you see that?
1: No.
0: Oh, look that up.
1: No, I haven't seen that. No, he's like I'll,
2: I'll I, take I meant to say it's the
0: Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I I should have went with the Justice League and the Green Lanterns get together to fight the Legion of Doom. Yes. There we go. Uh, Martin Cove is in a. Uh, on the commercial, so I he's they they're showing him full, full body. Well,
1: I don't know, maybe it's just I maybe don't he's know what it is like on the show, but he, John Goodman, he just seems like like he's not doing good. Joe wants well,
2: so bad for him to not have legs, just like in the Phantom Menace when Darth Maul gets chopped in half. I saw <laughs> he's, he's got robot legs. Yes, so on yes, he's attached to an ant
0: on YouTube. Do <laughs> you have these shorts now? And on these shorts, I, so I'm scrolling through, and one of them caught my attention, and I slowly scrolled back up, and sure as shit, it's a half a lady, <laughs> and she's doing, like, some push-up challenge, yeah. and I sat there, and I was just, and I clicked on it, and I'm like, oh, this is a mistake, this is a mistake, this is a mistake, <laughs> click, and she's like, I'm here to do the push-up challenge,
1: and I'm just like, that's cheating, that's
0: not a fucking challenge, that's
1: a cheat. that's cheating, like, like, that's like the that's the Seth Rogen thing where a guy if,
0: if you do a handstand yeah. and do a push-up okay that's yeah. the challenge that's a great challenge but if you're just gonna lie there and just do push-ups
1: that's like a guy it's, yeah, it's cheating that's like and a, she's an amputee That's like when a guy oh, yeah a guy has grown All the a way full to the male, yeah a guy, a guy has grown to full male maturity and then he has a sex change and then decides to join you know MMA fighting or something and be a woman and, and shit like that it's like no you're you, it's not nah. balanced properly you sure? That's a That's a damn stretch, but... No, I mean, well, I mean, it's not... You let's can't. go with the sex change thing,
0: and I'm talking about a fucking double amputee here that's like just, you had just the, doing you a push-up. You had the
1: Blade Runner, right? You went, you the, you went beyond Remember Pistorius? Fucking, remember Pistorius? That's,
0: that's like a seven-foot-two transgender male trying to fucking do <laughs> the remember Special Oscar, Olympics. Remember Oscar Pistorius before because he killed his hot He's girlfriend? pretending to have Down okay. syndrome.
1: You remember... <laughs> the blade runner went like he won all those matches because he had way less weight to run on. And he wore these fucking blades on his fucking, on no, his no, I, And that's and, okay. That, and that's an, ex- glides like a gazelle that's an acceptable the fucking,
0: fucking analogy. Cause yeah. he's an amputee. I'm just saying with the fucking, the transgender one going into the fucking women's or men's sports, blah, blah,
1: blah. <laughs> There's an episode of South park. <laughs> Where this guy wants to get revenge on his girlfriend, so it, it's Macho Man Savage, and he just says that he he's a woman now, yeah, and he's just beating up everyone. And beating, he goes, "I'm a woman. When well, you got a problem with women? Yeah, I'm. I got a problem with the women. <laughs> the cream of the crop." Hello, me, Gene. Let me take you something there, Gene. I'm going to go down and then I'm going to fucking make a vein pop out of my forehead. And <laughs> you're going to fucking enjoy it, aren't you, now there, Gene? Then- yeah! Yeah. That, that fucking almost gave me a migraine. I know, I can't it. do it. My throat's all fucking oh, jacked up right now. Bruce
2: Jenner is rolling over in her Lee press on nails right now. <laughs> you just dead named You're, you're going to get canceled. <laughs> We're oh, probably going to get a call. Good, good job. Canceled, Thanks.
0: you ruined our podcast. Right. <laughs> We're going to get canceled before we even get started. Caitlyn, even though he still has a
1: cock. Right. 1,500. Does he? Yeah. She... It, it, Bruce Jenner never had uh they had the cock taken off. Full man. reassignment. Yeah, just had boobs added and a couple of other things. Yeah. She's got the swing deck stuff. Still has the same voice too. Yeah, I'm Bruce Jenner. She was in uh <laughs> she was in the hungover games. If you ever want to watch that movie. <laughs> Are you Dude, shitting me? No. Did, she, really, she, no. Did did he, South, she really is? Yes. South Park is has just become completely political and it, it it's not really that funny anymore because it's always about what's trending now politically. It's always been but, that way. But um Go back to the first six seasons, man. It, it, it wasn't as much. It, it had pieces of it, but not entire whole season arcs about that shit, right? Uh, but uh, no, you're There's okay. this part where Mr. Garrison is supposed to be playing Trump pretty much. And one of his running mates is Caitlyn Jenner. And every time they get in the car and start driving off, it always runs over some fucking person in the road. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so fucking hilarious. Hey, I love it. I absolutely love it. I was like, I wonder if Caitlyn Jenner has ever seen.
0: Any of this shit. I don't know. I don't know. (sighs) Awkward silence. So is this the point where we just end the show now? Is that it? Just turn it off. Well, I I thought you wanted to
1: talk about the Asian smacking.
0: Not anymore. Do it real quick. No. Okay, I'm no, just no. glad
1: that finally white
0: people aren't being racist.
1: Dedicate more time, or are we being racist by saying that white people aren't being racist? Uh, who cares? Probably. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah, everybody's racist. More white racism. I, I want to dedicate
0: more time to to that particular subject, but by the time we get back to doing yeah. this next week, it'll be on to something. Do you know
1: new. how many fucking Asian, Japanese people hate Chinese people? Yeah, that's racist. No, why not? Why? Why? You can't be racist. If you're not
2: white Right Oh Do we have some topics For next week We
1: always have something To talk about
0: about. We always do There's always something man Anything good I don't know yet (laughs) That's next week (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a crystal ball (laughs) God damn it Hold on a second Let me get my wand out (laughs) I don't know Listeners Did you see that
1: (laughs) I don't know North Korea is going to Threaten to my hand North Korea is is going to Threaten to
0: Throw a fit again About something I don't don't know know. know. They shot a fucking Missile into the Into the Sea of Japan again
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like a candle it just lands in the ocean. Well, who knows what'll happen between now and then, anyways? I mean, it's a fucking
2: these are
1: crazy times, they've always been crazy times. Right. It's just a different,
0: I do know what's going to happen between now and next Tuesday. Okay, a week we're gonna, yeah, a, a week's Seven gonna go days. by. Yeah, Falco the Winter Soldier is coming out for C- episode three. Yes,
1: sounds wicked. All right, we'll stay frosty, everybody. And stay frosty. All right, good night, good That's night, funny. Eddie.